Welcome to the Health and Harmony Podcast, where we discuss all things mind, body, and soul. Everything we delve into has the intention of helping you to create a healthy balance between your internal and external realities. We reveal the tools and techniques you'll need to expand your life and grow into the amazing and authentic person you are meant to be. Whether you've just started your journey or already on your way, we are here to help guide you with all of the information you'll need. Join us each week as we discuss the insights that will give you the guidance needed to help you on your journey. Hello and welcome back to the Health and Harmony Goals podcast. We are currently busy with our guest series and today we have a guest on our show. Her name is Natalie. Um, Natalie does breath work. She is a yoga instructor. What else do you do, Nat, that I'm missing here? Um, <laughs> gosh, a lot. <laughs> so, okay, well, let's get into it. So everyone, this is Natalie and I'll give Nat the, the ground to explain for herself. Great. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it's it's um, an interesting journey to answer uh, what you do, especially when you leave corporate and you go into um, discovering what it is that you really love. And um, yes, I am a, a yoga instructor, first of all, and I've uh, recently certified or at the beginning of um, 2021, I certified as a breathwork practitioner. Um, I'm also an energy healer, spiritual coach, and um, also have that other side hustle of um, some digital marketing and whatever to kind of balance everything. Mm-hmm. But essentially, I think um, what I've aimed to do is become almost like a digital nomad as well. So, which I'm sure we'll speak more of as we as we chat further. I love that. We always speak about side hustles in our podcast. That's something we speak about pretty much every episode and side hustles and your main hustles. So I love that you have both. Um, I've personally been to Nats's yoga classes and they are amazing. And I know that you also are moving to Egypt. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. Well, um, I'm, I'm currently um, in limbo waiting to fly to Egypt. <laughs> And um, the flights actually did open, what's today, the 16th? I think they opened today. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, flights opened yesterday, I think. But now um, we have been visited by this wonderful um, little virus that's going around. Mm-hmm. So we all hoping for a negative test at some point, and yes. then we'll be able to fly. <laughs> amazing, amazing. So Nats, it's so funny because as you're explaining everything you do, it like resonates so much with me because it's so similar to the, the journey that I'm on. Um, but I want to talk a little bit more about breathwork because that's actually something I'm currently delving a lot more into and finding like so much, so much beauty in it. So I don't know if you could just explain to our listeners what breathwork is, why it's important to incorporate it into a daily practice mostly um and yeah Mm. just more about it so yeah breathwork is quite a fascinating thing because i um 
obviously learned about pranayama in um, yoga, but it really was um, really one of the small elements and it's not really focused on, um, which is quite um, interesting. And especially in South Africa, I think there's a lot of focus on the asana in yoga, on the yoga postures, as opposed to the holistic practice, which is really meditation, breath work, chanting, um, cleansing techniques and the, um, the postures. And um, I had actually never experienced breath in the way that I did uh, where about three years ago I went to a breathwork journey and I had no idea um, what it was. I thought it was just going to be some, um, some pranayama, we were going to breathe. I thought, well, two, two hours of breathing, that's quite a long time, but let me go and see what this is all about. And I had no idea um, what it was, what it was going to entail. And I um, came to the session and we went into the actual breathing part and I had a complete life changing experience. It shifted so much stuff for me that day that I was fascinated by this, this method of breath work. And basically um, what we, what we, what we did was conscious connected um, breath work, which is a transformational breathing technique which really cuts through all of the um, conscious mind and goes in deep into the subconscious where you can release a lot of stored traumas, memories, um, stuff like that. So I walked out of that space that day and I was like, this is something I have to do. And I started researching and I came across um, Breathwork Africa, who I um, then went on to do my Breathwork Foundation course with. Now, Breathwork is, is a very vast sort of subject. Um, there's a lot of very cool and f um, sexy people in the industry now, like Wim Hof. I'm sure people have heard about him. That's the uh, breathing and then showering and jumping into cold water. And um, from him to there's Patrick McEwen, who does um, who wrote the book um, the uh, the Breath Advantage, and he deals a lot with like peak sports people working on breath holding and bolt scores and stuff like that, which is so what, what I love about breath work is that it's really like become very inclusive of both uh, male and female in terms of like with the resu results that it can produce. And really what the most fascinating thing about your breath is that every psychological, emotional and, and physiological state that you go through in your life has a certain breath pattern attached to it. So if you think about if you've ever been, and I mean, we live in a, in, in a city that can be quite dangerous. Sometimes we parked at a traffic light and someone appears at your window out of nowhere. And you may be triggered from something that's happened to you in the past. And immediately you'll, you'll take a deep breath and you'll hold that breath and sort of lock that tension into your body. And what I learned um, about breath work is that it's really, there are so many different ways of breathing that can allow you to move through different um, psychological um, states that you may be going that you may be going through. So it's the, the breathing system is the only system in your body that you can control. It's voluntary and involuntary. So there's nothing else you can really um, control in terms of how to um, regulate what's going on in your body. With, with regards to stress, with regards to anxiety, it's probably one of the best tools that you could have in your in your toolkit. Mm -hmm. So that really is what breathwork is, and it's and it's a study of all of these different techniques. And in Breathwork Africa, we've actually um, put them into a framework which is called the Art of Breathing, which is A stands for awareness, 
And all breathing starts with just being aware of your breath. And what that does is it actually brings you into the present moment, which is like, as you both of you, I'm sure, are very well um, versed, that really life is only happening in the present moment. When we're worried about things, we're living in the future. And when we're suffering from depression, we're living in the past and not letting go of what's in the past. So breathing really brings you into the present moment. So again, under the, a the ART, A is for awareness and then R is for regulation. And under the regulation part, we have many different breathing techniques. So we have breathing techniques like the humming bee breath or Brahmri, which is a technique where you hum. Um, so these all regulate what's going on in the body. They take you out of a stress um, response. And then finally, the T of the ART is transformation. And this is where conscious connected breathing comes in. And it really has become the, the, the buzzword because when you experience one of those breathing um, sessions, it's like you really can't ever go back into just an average way of living. You, it's, it's pretty amazing. I love that. I was actually listening to meditation the other day where they were explaining like change is something that you can always change back where transformation is there's no going back so I love that you yes. that's the key the transformation is part of the breath work and I think that's something that really fascinated me when I started to look more into breath work because I didn't realize how profound a breath work practice and experience can be like mm. you kind of think about like how can breath create transformation it sounds so silly if you're not in the, like the woo-woo sphere but I wonder if you if you do know like if you could explain more of the I love to always just dive into the scientifics behind like spiritual terms because it helps people to to understand it better if that makes sense so if you yes. could um, perhaps just explain like when you are practicing a breathwork practice what is actually going on within your body within your mind within your soul hmm. okay so that's actually quite a fascinating one and a, a really good way to to explain it. And what I love about um, the approach that um, breathwork schools are doing and taking is that they are trying to to almost separate themselves from the woo woo spiritual um, stuff. But the end result is people are still going to get to that spirit, spiritual state without actually realizing what they've been um, where they've been led. But out of the pure physiological sense, what happens with the breath and this this explanation really really like summed it up for me is that the breath is really your accelerator so um, when you take a big inhale you're pressing the accelerator pedal and when you when you when you exhale you take your foot off the pedal and so if you think about that i want to get a bit of energy so you're going to breathe faster right and i want to calm down my system because i'm stressed i'm feeling anxiety I'm going to lengthen my exhalations. And so just if you look at it in that way, um, that's already the, the, the secret formula. Mm -hmm. um, physiologically, what happens when you take a deep inhale and then a very slow and long exhale. So there's a breathing technique called the one to two ratio. And this is like your go to if you're if you're feeling very stressed or panicked or have any um, uh, elevated anxiety, just lengthen your exhalation. The reason why it stimulates the vagus nerve, which is also known as the 10th cranial nerve. Sorry, I love talking about the the biology and the scientific stuff, but 
the tenth cranial nerve um, resides at the base of your neck, and it's um, the only nerve in your body that gives signals both ways. So what what happens is it signals and it and it runs through your abdomen and touches every one of your internal um, organs, and it signals those organs that everything is safe and it's and and to go into the rest and digest state. So we have what is called our parasympathetic nervous system, and um, and our um, sympathetic. Uh, so but you have a response, parasympathetic and sympathetic. Sympathetic is the stress response. And that was fine in the days where we had to go and hunt a lion. And when we saw it come out of the bush, we could get into that fight and flight and run away. But unfortunately, in the, um, uh, the, the times that we live, we're actually experiencing that sympathetic overdrive all the time. We've got deadlines, we're stressed at work, we're getting... We've got our notifications on our phone that are going off every five seconds. So we, and we're feeling that overwhelm of how am I going to get all of this done? And what we need to do is keep going into the parasympathetic. So by taking that long, deep exhale, like really lengthening that exhale as long as you can, you stimulate the vagus nerve, which sends those signals to your internal organs, and then they send signals back to the brain. And so you kind of regulate and um, uh, downgrade what's going on within your body. So that's really. Sorry. So that's really. Welcome to my <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So that's really what, like physiologically, what the breath does. And then, in a in a conscious connected um, session, you 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 essentially almost hyperventilating. So you're getting a huge rush of energy um, through the body. And that energy, you know, and I, as an energy healer, I love to speak about energy because really what, what's gone wrong in the world is that we've forgotten that we are not just a physical body, that there's an energetic body, there's a spiritual body, there's an emotional body, and that those bodies need to be connected and they need to be seen holistically. And really that's what the breath does. The breath really works on the energetic body and by shifting energy through the body, it allows you to release emotions. It allows you to to really tap into some deep spiritual stuff without getting woo-woo and without even, you know, because essentially I've seen guys in conscious connected um, breathwork sessions that have had profound shifts, you know, and they really didn't know what they were letting themselves in for, which is kind of cool because you know what guys are like, right? The minute they know it's going to be spiritual, they don't want to go. They don't want to be there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They South African guys in particular. They want to be the furthest away from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that. I think that's so interesting. Um, I wanted to ask, in like, if you were to take a breathwork session, because I also just learned the other day, we have like a strong breathwork practice, which obviously like stimulates you and gets the energy flowing. And then you have like a more subtle breathwork practice, which calms and obviously taps into that parasympathetic side of things. How do yeah. you structure a breathwork class to bring on like the, the best transformation? Do you go through rounds of both or how does it work? So in terms of, so what's really happening out there at the moment in terms of the breath is that the transformational um, breathwork technique of conscious connected breathing is really the breathing technique that most practitioners are taking out into the world, but not everybody is ready for this work. And it's it's even a matter of um, the person in the breathwork session just won't 
want to breathe in that way because there's so much that's within them that they, they, they're not ready to access. So in a case like that, um, and during my training, we had to do quite a few case studies with different people. And what, what I would do um, with somebody who clearly wasn't ready for transformational um, breathwork practice was always start off with a breath awareness. So we always just come into the breath. Where is the breath? We observe the breath. We don't try and manipulate it in any way. We just connect to the life force because your breath is your prana, your life force. And um, by just connecting to the breath, so many people drop out of a state of um, anxiety. And once they've done that, so they've connected to the breath, then really you have a, what I like to think of as a pharmacy. There's a breathwork school called Soma. Um, Niraj Nike is the guy's name. And he, he kind of coined that term of the pharmacy of the breath, where you can kind of give people um, techniques to say, so basically I did a, um, I did a corporate session uh, recently, and this is a good example because in corporate you can't really get them to lie on the floor mm -hmm. and go into a full-on mind-altering conscious connected. Um, although I think they need it the most, and I yeah. think it would help. Um, so what I did with them was I actually broke it into into um, like corporate kind of understanding talk. And I and I said, I'm going to give you three techniques. They're called the um, the coffee breath, the whiskey breath and the water breath. Right. <laughs> so coffee breath is a breath we would need first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. So for that breathing technique, we did 20 connected breaths. And that is like fast inhale, exhale. 20 times the last um sorry you do five rounds of fast inhale exhale and then um you get this rush of um energy so it, it's a breathing technique you mustn't practice while driving it can get, make you a bit lightheaded so basically gave them that technique this is the coffee breath this is what you do in the morning this is what you do when you're about to walk into a big presentation and or it works with children as well if they feeling nervous or they're about to do a speech or whatever else. So we, we kind of categorize the breaths then. Then the next one would have been the whiskey breath, which is you have a whiskey last thing at night when you want to go to sleep. So for that, I used a breathing technique, which is the four, seven, eight. It's also known as the insomnia breath. So for that breathing technique, you inhale for four, you hold the breath for seven, and then you exhale for eight. And so, and then finally the water breath, which is, um, to be used all throughout the day, and this is the go-to, is called um, coherent breathing, which is inhaling for the count of five, exhaling for the count of five. And you can ju you just continue for five minutes like that. And this breathing technique was invented by um, someone called David O'Hare, who um, is a, he's the director of the Arizona Integrative Medical whatever thingy, and it's quite funny because I've seen him on a few of the uh, this, the, the ayahuasca journey um, videos and stuff like that. So he's one of those guys. Mm -hmm. And um, and basically this breathing technique just helps you to fight insomnia and to completely downregulate the, the uh, sorry, the system. Sorry, no, I'm talking about um, uh, coherent breathing here. Sorry, it brings the heart rate back into alignment. So it's it's directly linked to heart rate variability. And so he prescribes this breath that you do it three times a day, um, six breaths a minute. And um, yeah, so those were the three um, breathing techniques. So I would really, it would really depend on who I was breathing with. Mm -hmm. So whether it was a corporate, 
whether it was someone, as you said, who's already on their spiritual journey, mm -hmm. then of course we would introduce a conscious connected um, breathwork session to help them to process, you know, because unfortunately we, we're made up of many layers, many mm -hmm. self-limiting beliefs, stuff that gets stuck into our minds. Like when we look in the mirror, what do we, what do we say to ourselves? When we, do we have imposter syndrome? So many people are like suffering from those things. If that's the person sitting in front of me, I'll take them into a conscious connected because that shifts a lot of that stuff and allows people to start processing mm -hmm. all of that non, that um, self-limiting belief stuff. I love that I you that have means. limiting beliefs because we speak about limiting beliefs all the time. We actually have a podcast on limiting beliefs. And for our listeners that are listening right now, this should also be a moment of clarification for you or a little message to you to realize that also something like breath work can help you work through those limiting beliefs so you guys have heard us speak about limiting beliefs many times in the past and this is a really easy free way super quick yeah. and super effective that you are able to work through these things on your own you don't need anyone else you don't need a professional necessarily if you want to just practice breathing by yourself you can do it by yourself you can look on the internet, contact someone who does breath work, and there are many different things. I still remember on the day when my Ghani came in and said to me, today's the day that you're going to have your baby. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I messaged Natalie and I was like, Natalie, I need to breathe. Please help me. I'm going to have my baby today. And she was like, right, this is what you need to do. Send me all these breath works. And I swear it helped me so much to just like, be more present, be more centered, and just like be more aware. So breathwork is a really easy way for you guys to be able to work through, like Natalie was saying, whether it's stress, anxiety, whether it's you need more energy, there are so many aspects in your life where breathwork will benefit you in so many ways. Absolutely. Yeah. You're, I agree with that. You get taught this in school. <laughs> it's like uh, life hack ever. I honestly still don't believe that we don't have one hour a day or 30 minutes because I know kids have limited um, span of um, attention, but where we are doing, where we're covering those very essential life skills of breathing, mm -hmm. of um, meditation, mm -hmm. and meditation can just be mindfulness, you know, what am I doing now? I'm holding my pen. I'm whatever, whatever that is, bringing them into the present moment mm -hmm. and then also to introduce them to some somatic movement mm -hmm. so that they are actually integrating because what, what essentially happens when we combine the breath and the movement and all of these things is that we just really allow energy to, to unstuck or stuck energy to get unstuck in the body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit more about integration because I think this is a step that so many people leave out when they start their like spiritual journeys. They like do all the tools, do all the techniques, go to the classes, go to the courses, but then they don't have that assistance or someone to help them with the integration because now they've got all this knowledge, they try and all these things, but now all this like trauma is being released and these emotions are coming up and they're like, what the hell is going on? So yeah. like, what would your advice be to people in order to integrate, especially if they do start working with breath and having these transformative experiences, how do they take that through with them and integrate it into their life so that they're not overwhelmed or freaking out <laughs> from it? Yeah, it's a good question. And it is actually something that um, I often see very lacking in, in the kind of um, industry, if I can call it an industry. Um, 
yeah, I think really seeking out like somebody who can be on the journey with you, I think is quite important because yes, we can do a lot of this stuff on our own. And maybe in the beginning, we need to kind of um, go to people who are certified to, to take you through some of this stuff, especially in terms of a conscious connected breathing in particular. Um, yes, there are people that are offering like guided sessions online that are recorded. In terms of that, I think it, it can be a little bit dangerous for conscious connected. The rest, the rest of the breathing techniques, it's absolutely fine um, because a lot can come up in um, a conscious connected um, breathwork journey. So in, the, in terms of then being with somebody that's certified to do it, they would have seen and been trained um, how to kind of advise you. You know, um, I've seen a lot of interesting things happen in, in, in these journeys um, from some people just splitting off and be, being very hard for them to come back into their bodies um, to big emotional releases. A lot of trauma can be released um, throughout this work. But then it's about um, sitting with a practitioner and kind of really um, speaking about this, going um, uh, and, and possibly even getting referred if you need any further help, because um, yes, it's great to bring up um, and shift trauma, but we do need to be able to move past that as well. So um, sometimes there's other um, suggestions of um, other modalities that could help um, other people that they could see um, in, to, to make sure that the person is fully supported. Mm -hmm. Because as you, as you said, it's, it, I think it's a little bit um, irresponsible to shake up the snow globe and then, you know, walk out of the room and say, okay, drop the mic. That was cool. Let me go. And, you know, onto the next. Um, yeah, I've, I've certainly felt that sometimes within my journey as well, but I've been lucky that this is my, my work. So I'm continuously studying and I'm continuously, um, learning and, and, and being introduced to more, um, healing modalities. So that kind of supports the work that I do. So, yeah, I think definitely to integrate, you may need um, some form of um, professional help in terms of whatever modality you're working in. Hmm. I completely agree. I think definitely if breathwork is something that you want to start practicing, like Natalie's saying, you can practice any breathwork at home to make you de-stress, yes. to energize you, to help you to sleep. But if you are looking to go deeper into breathwork and you are looking for that transformative experience, it is a good idea to have someone who is experienced, who knows how to help you work through what you need to work through. And I think also it helps to have a professional because a professional is also able to help you bring up things that they can see need to be worked through, which you may be blocking out or may not realize or may not allow yourself to bring up. So it is important. And like Nat says, once you become more experienced, I think everyone will reach a point where they are wanting to do things by themselves, or you will always, even as someone who is as experienced as anyone else, will maybe once a professional. So no matter where you are on your journey, it will be able to help you to have a professional, Absolutely. basically. Yes. Yeah. At some, I, I think you will get to that stage as well. Like even within your own practice, mm. like even myself as a, as a, as a yogi for some years, I still love to seek out other teachers. Mm -hmm. I love going to, to class with other teachers. I, I, I need the inspiration and I need the support, you know. Um, I just recently qualified as a yoga therapist. Amazing. And that journey, that journey was pretty phenomenal because I'd forgotten 
how um, powerful um, the other mode, the other sides of yoga were, you know, the, the, the meditations, the chanting, I, I was so stuck into the asana that um, it was so beautiful to go back and to get that support from, from, from more experienced teachers and um, yeah, so it was really cool. Hmm. I think that's something that's been so lost, but I'm starting to see more of it is people actually continuing their education within their field. Because um, I think back in the day, you'd study and get a degree, go to work and never study again, which is crazy. Yeah. The only constant in life is change, right? Things are constantly changing. And also, if you're doing something that you're passionate about, like you should be thirsty to learn as much as you can. So I love that you are doing that. Um, mm. Can you explain more about the yoga therapist? Is that just incorporating everything you said, like the chanting, the meditation, the breath work, and all of that into a yoga practice? Yes. Yeah, so, so how yoga therapy works, and 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 it's quite mind blowing because in India, in every hospital in India, they have yoga therapists. So kind of like we would have a physiotherapist or a, a dietitian or whatever, they would have a yoga therapist. And in the States, it's now starting to become um, recognized in terms of um, a therapy practice. And what it is, is as I, as I mentioned before, we are holistic beings. We are not just made up of a physical body. Mm-hmm. We have a, we have a um, energetic body, we have a spiritual body, we have an emotional body and, and, or, and, and our mental body, of course, but we all like love the mental body, right? We just want to live in this half of our, mm-hmm. of our bodies. And, um, and, and basically what happens with disease is disease doesn't start on the day where your doctor says you have cancer. Mm-hmm. It started a long time ago where there was dis-ease within your body, mm-hmm. within those bodies, all of those holistic bodies. So the mental body was overworking, the emotional body was being squashed because we don't, we, happy is good, sad is bad. Um, the energetic body was stagnant because we don't move, we don't, we don't, um, we don't move any of that energy. We don't breathe properly, and um, so where yoga therapy comes in is that we look at the we 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 look at each person as a as a patient, and we work out a specific program for whatever they are going through. So, for instance, my um, my thesis was on um, yoga for osteoporosis. My patient was actually a she was a um, she's a cancer survivor and was, has now been um, diagnosed with osteoporosis. And so in terms of that, it was all about how we could um, create a practice for her to help with her symptoms of osteoporosis. So we would, uh, yoga therapy, um, we start with meditation, we do chanting, and we do a lot of specific chanting for the air element within the body, because obviously we have different elements in the body, and then the, the asana would be specifically formulated just for, um, you know, in osteoporosis, the bones are brittle, so we have to be careful. We can't do a lot of the, the asana. And then we would do lots of yoga nidra, which I'm sure you girls have experienced. Um, yoga nidra is like a go-to for any yoga therapy because people are so um, adrenal, uh, living in such an adrenalized state, they're all suffering from adrenal fatigue. So we want to bring them into parasympathetic rest and digest all the time and um yeah so that's basically what yoga therapy does so so what you would do is you'd visit a therapist the therapist would 
go through whatever it is that you're working with. So at the moment, I'm just about to start working with someone who's battling with fertility. And so the, her whole 10 week program is going to be based on um, the asana, the chanting, the meditations, the affirmations, all based on helping her with that, that, that issue of fertility and bringing the body back into, into balance. And the breath, obviously, breath, uh, pranayama is part of that as well. That's incredible. So interesting. I'm like, it's so crazy. You look at third world countries mm. that are practicing, like, like you said, they have yoga therapists in the hospitals in India. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, like you said, I think in the Western society, we are, we're so cut off from our body, from our souls. We like operate mm. only in our minds and our mm -hmm. heads. And we yes. completely forget that we are holistic beings and that the diseases that most people tend to suffer from aren't necessarily coming from nowhere. Mm -hmm. It's coming from trauma. It's coming from suppressed emotions. It's coming from all these things that we ignore because we're only operating in the mind. So I think it's such an incredible, incredible practice that mm -hmm. you, you do. It is yeah, literally it everything is. we speak about in all previous podcasts. I mean, it's pretty much what our podcast is based <laughs> on. Like, Every yeah. single aspect of yoga therapy is all things we've spoken about to you guys in the past about ways that you can help your body and yourself deal with yeah. all of these traumas and all of this as Nat says, dis-ease. Because we have said previously, many times before, all yeah. disease and disease and things that are going on in your body, like you said, have been there from before. It's not from the day that you get diagnosed. It all leads up to that one point and from there, the explosion happens people think that that's the point where it's like automatically you just got that disease when the doctor told you or gave you the diagnosis but everything yeah. leading up to that point was what causes that so these are amazing exactly. techniques that you can also use i think with this yoga therapy yoga therapy as nat explained now broken down to all those topics those topics are all things that you can use to also prevent yourself from getting to the point where you need to use those things as a therapy to help Absolutely. cure or to help you. Absolutely. For lack of a better word. Just really live, living, living your best life. You know, mm -hmm. I think both of you, I know you're both yogis. Um, Roxy, you're a yoga instructor as well, right? No, I'm not. I did. I was yeah. going to be, but I took more of the spiritual life coach. The path changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and it will change. It will change many times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. changing. Um, yeah. No, I find. Um, yeah, the uh, the the everything just kind of really fits fits together, and um, yeah, it's really fascinating the journey and all of this this work and I know from from my own personal experience um how yoga and breath work and meditation really changed my life like I live in a complete different kind of way of approaching life and just the glass really is always half full even in terms of you know so many people have said to me it's crazy you you've you've just reacted completely um chilled by the fact that you can't fly to Egypt um i'll put it into context because we've actually like sold up most of our lives moved out of our house um well we found the news we found out the news on the saturday and on the monday we get we handed over the keys to our house to our new tenants so we are actually homeless at the moment in limbo <laughs> <laughs> 
And um, but I've I've never felt more liberated and free because because of the practice of yoga of non-attachment of of um, you know uh, everything happens for a reason. Universe was like sorry you need to go and be with your family for a bit even though you were trying to run away from Christmas you were trying to just like run away from everyone no you need to go and um, you need to go and face that and luckily I've got a good breath um, practice to support me through this period <laughs> but uh, yeah so so definitely without that practice of yoga I don't know you know the funny thing is I also um, I love chanting chanting's become like one of my my favorite things um, Bianca, if you'd been in class, uh, uh, you would have you would have realized that Monday morning class, uh, Monday evening class was like fifty percent chanting now. It's amazing. The ladies have learned many, many, many cool um, um, uh, mantras, and um, yeah, so I, I just feel like it really supports that kind of. At the moment, everybody um, is too afraid to speak, right? Uh -huh. because there's so many opinions out there like if you, uh -huh. you you're either in one camp or the other camp right uh -huh. and the camps are not really being very kind to one another so people are really battling with the throat chakra right now uh -huh. so i felt like if we chant we don't have to say those things that we really feel but in that moment we can really let go and we can really we can really shift some of that stuck energy in this um, throat chakra uh, area so uh -huh. yeah chanting <laughs> I love that. I think it's so important because I, I actually learned the other day, and correct me if I'm wrong, but chanting actually improves your immune system. <laughs> and yep. I know for me, this whole past year has been like a deep throat chakra balancing and opening journey yeah. for me. And it's been incredible now that I think about it to think, because I also had an incredible yoga teacher who used to incorporate chanting meditation and like reflection points and just like such a beautiful practice but it was always the chanting where I'd sit there and be like oh my god do I really have to do this <laughs> and it just kind of like yeah. a squeak comes out because you're too embarrassed and now it's like my favorite part when I do a meditation or when I do a yoga practice and they're like hey we're going to end off with a chant of oh I'm like yes yeah. so exciting <laughs> But yeah, on the point of it increasing your um, improving your immune system I think that's also such an incredible thing and is such a powerful practice for people to start practicing now because like you said we are we feeling like it's not safe to express ourselves not like there's so much fear mm. in the world right now and i think chanting is such an incredible practice that can really just help people come back <laughs> and like express themselves without having to express themselves if that makes and sense. such an easy way to be able to speak up when you're on your own like mm -hmm. if that's the space where you're more comfortable you literally don't have to go to a yoga class and chance around other people if you want to chance at home by yourself and that's your safe space 100 yeah. percent go and do it because you're still going to release the energy you're still going to be able to feel those amazing feelings from chanting so it is at the beginning like rock said i think the first time i had to chant in a yoga class i was like oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. And everyone is going at the same speed. Everyone's the same loudness. Everyone can only hear themselves, but it's just, you feel so awkward when you can only hear yourself at the beginning. And then like Roxanne, you eventually you get to the point where you're like, I'm going to chant the loudest in the class. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Like, let me release all of this tension. Yeah. So it's an amazing way for you guys to be able to work through stuff, like I said, at home by yourself, if you're not keen to do it around other people. But Nat, I just have one question for you that I was thinking about earlier before I forget. And I know you spoke, like, speak about breath work as 
as we all say, a way to be more present and to basically ground yourself in the present moment, right? So for yeah. our listeners, I know there are so many different breathwork practices that you can practice for all different things. But if people are feeling in the world that we are in at the moment, if you are feeling very overwhelmed or you feel yourself thinking about the future or worrying about the past, what would be one of your recommended best breathwork practices to just bring yourself back to the present moment? Because I think that's what a lot of people struggle with is to just be more present and to be grounded. And we always say to be more present, focus on your breath. But would you give a specific example of how people could completely focus on their breath to be more present? Yeah. So I actually, oh, it's a difficult one because I'm in, as you're saying it, I'm like, oh, there's this one and there's this one. That's why I said there's so many. (laughs) But um, I'm actually going to share two Mm -hmm. because um, one of them we spoke about already, which is the one to two ratio of breath. Very simple. And that's, you know, that you can do throughout the day. Wherever you are, you don't need to go hide in a room to do it. You can just be standing in the queue and um, you're just doubling up your exhale so you can inhale for the count of four and then exhale for the count of eight if that is comfortable for you some people might need a count of three and six others may may do a count of um, five and ten so you just really bring your awareness to the breath and then you begin to count Mm -hmm. and very important um, when we speak about the breath as well before i go on to the next one is that there are um, there three ways of optimal breathing which, um, yeah, maybe I should have covered like right at the beginning, but very <laughs> <important>. <laughs> well, these are the first three things that you need to, because um, people say, what is a breathwork practitioner? Why, why would you, you I, I teach people to breathe, right? Um, and people look at you and, and think, but I breathe every day, you know, but are you breathing optimally? Like number one, are you breathing through your nose? Mm-hmm. Nose breathing is probably the most important thing. Um, uh, and by breathing through the mouth, we kind of uh, open ourselves up to a host of different um, issues, right? Mouth breathing is really for when you're doing full-on exercise. So, for instance, when you breathe through the, through the nose, you slow down the flow of air by about 50%, and you, in, you actually take in 20% more oxygen. Another interesting thing about the nose is that it, it produces what's called nitric oxide, so nitric oxide is a natural antiviral, antibacterial. So if you think about COVID, <laughs> like, you know, mask, no mask, just breathe through your nose, really important, you know, so from fighting virus and bacteria. And then the second one is um, that, you, that you breathe slowly and deeply. So that's another optimal way of um, breathing. If you're breathing um, fast, then you're not going to get as much, much oxygen. And then finally, diaphragmatic breathing breathing into the belly like breathing right down into the into the bottom lower part of your body so you can you can observe people some people breathe and they use the accessory muscles they they, they're really like actually not allowing the breath to go down to the bottom lobes of their lungs so those are the three um pillars of optimal breathing nose breathing through the nose breathing into the belly using your diaphragm and um, uh, breathing long and slow. Mm-hmm. So that so then the first technique I shared with you was the one to two ratio. Mm-hmm. Then another technique, which is really beautiful, and you've both, I'm sure, done this in, in a yoga class. It comes from the ancient pranayama. It's called the Brahmri breath, 
breath or humming bee. Mm-hmm. And this breathing technique, I love to use the analogy of, and we all at fault for this, and you're probably um, going to see this on your computer when, when you log off this. On your browser tab right now, or your browser page, you probably got like 500 tabs open, right? Mm-hmm. And the first one you looked at about three weeks ago, and you're like, I'm gonna, that was like a, a quote that I read, and I'm going to go back there one day, right? And you actually feel nervous of the fact that your computer may actually crash one day and you'll lose all those browser tabs. That's our life. Our life is really, we have so many browser tabs open. We have so much stuff we want to do. Uh, uh, we're thinking about doing. It's the to-do list. It's the whatever we've got planned after this. Um, and basically, we become overwhelmed with all of those open browser tabs. And what this breathing technique does is it actually allows you to shut all those tabs. And when you've done it, you can actually go, walk straight to your computer and close that. Just cre- press that X on the right or left. I don't know what what uh, device you're using. And I can shut it down, you know, start fresh, like let it go. And this breathing technique, um, basically you, you block your ears, you breathe in through your nose. So you take deep inhale through your nose and then you hum. Mm, with the eyes closed so there's many different ways you can close the seven gates there's a whole different um, many different ways of doing it but the very simple um, way is to inhale through the nose the block the ears mouth uh, still exhaling through the nose mm, humming as you exhale and and make that exhale as long as you can don't obviously run out of breath that you're like the next inhale is you know, taking um, as forceful, everything must be gentle. Mm -hmm. And you do like 10, 20 rounds of humming bee breath. Mm -hmm. And you literally shut out all of that noise and come out of that being able to be brave enough to go and um, shut your computer down and take a take a break. (laughs) I must say that's one of my favorite breath works. I know I've done that in your class plenty times. And that was always the one that made me feel so amazing afterwards. I don't know what it is, but it's just like, such a grounding breath and you really do feel a difference after you practice that breath and I also just wanted to make a note for the listeners to just remember that just like we have spoken about with um, meditation and all of these practices in previous podcasts you are going to have things that come up in your mind it's okay thoughts are going to pop up acknowledge the thoughts and allow it to go away. Don't get angry with yourself. Don't get upset that you're thinking about things. But when you're practicing breath work, you probably will have thoughts popping into your head, just like it is when you practice meditation, especially if you are new to the practice, it is going to be difficult. Just allow yourself to think thoughts and then allow them to pass, but don't get upset with yourself or frustrated that you're trying to practice breath work, but you're not becoming present because your mind's all over the place, because then it's just also a spiral of just negative thoughts. So yeah, just allow yourself to think and allow yourself those th- those thoughts to pass. So I just wanted to, I was thinking about that when you spoke about breath work because we speak about it with meditation. So mm, definitely. Yeah. And uh, something else that I, um, that is, that is quite cool when, when I came across this recently. Um, so meditation is, is, is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And, and it, it, it's a practice though. It takes, takes, takes time to reach a point of like really honing into the practice and um, what conscious connected breathing can do or a breathwork journey is it's it's you basically experience what you would after some years of of meditation like mm-hmm. that pure pure bliss state 
where you really get in touch with your true nature, which is really just peace, love and compassion. That's really who you are. There's nothing, you know, the pure form of you that came into the world when that big bright star exploded and the sperm and the egg fused, you know, was just pure love, peace and compassion. And, and, and really when we meditate, what we're trying to do is experience that again. Uh-huh. So we're not wanting to attach to thoughts or uh-huh. we, we just want to sit in that space of I'm just connected to, to who I am. Uh-huh. So, and, and breathwork journeys do that, whether you like it or not. If you breathe, if you follow the instructions, you will get there and you will experience it. So it's pretty I cool. Love that. It's I think breathwork's like the hack for any other spiritual practice uh-huh. as well because yeah. I think with any spiritual practice, you're trying to attain complete presence. Uh-huh and mm. breathwork automatically brings you into the present moment before mm. so like if you want to journal do breathwork and then you'll mm-hmm. be able to connect with yourself in this present moment and journal if you want to meditate start with breathwork if you like this i just think it's like mm-hmm. it's the hack to, to mm-hmm. spirituality <laughs> breathwork can literally be the start to every practice mm. that we speak about mm. so i would love to i'd love to ask the two of you to join me on a on a 20 connected a round of 20 connected breaths because i'd love to see um wh- what you how you experience this technique ah. so basically how it works is we're going to take um uh four rounds of five breaths it's going to be in and out through your mouth and then the last one so you do four fast so and on the last one you take a big Okay, that's one round. We're going to do four of them together. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I've already lost count. Let's go. <laughs> so I'll count for us. Okay, so just to show you one more time, it's four rounds of fast inhale, exhale. Then the fifth one is a... And it's in and out through the mouth. And we're going to do four rounds of those. I'll do the counting. You guys just follow me. Okay. So are you ready? Ready. Take a deep inhale. And then a big exhale. And let's go. And again. And again. Last round. And just sit with your eyes closed for a moment and just experience what you're feeling. Just experience, just allow yourself to feel what's happening in your body. Perhaps you're feeling that lovely rush of energy. Just sit with that for a moment. Just experience your life force, your prana, that sense of who you are. And then when you're ready, you can, you can slowly come back. <laughs> yeah. I have four things I experienced. I know, it's so crazy. I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> feeling like energy rush, then feeling super yeah. connected to every part of my body and then feeling extremely calm and then feeling yeah. extremely just peaceful and happy. <laughs> I literally had goosebumps on my, literally on my scalp and on my arms the whole time. Yeah. My breath afterwards was super cool, like very um, cold. Yes. And I, what was the other thing I was going to say? 
super fun yeah, my, literally <laughs> my, oh and that was the thing when my eyes were closed it was very bright mm, like the yeah. my, my new breath made I know it's like light outside but it was very bright with my eyes closed like I just felt rejuvenated in my head if that makes sense yeah so that's essentially the coffee breath so you know it's morning now you guys are probably both wanting a coffee so there's your coffee there's your <laughs> so that's 20 connected breaths and um essentially that is a conscious connected session but you do that for 45 minutes I you lie down you like that in 45 minutes I feel yeah like you guys need you guys need to come to a, a breathwork journey. And I'm saying that actual breath made me feel excited. So I feel like it is a coffee breath. It's like a little adrenaline. Yeah. I'm like ready to go. Yeah. Cool, this was man. a really interesting podcast. Mm. I'm like one of my favorites. I think it was so informative and I love, especially when you talk about the corporate you had, how you like break mm -hmm. it down into such understandable terms, like the mm -hmm. coffee breath, the whiskey breath, and the water breath. Like I'm never going to forget that. Ever. So yeah. Thank you so much. I think yes. our favorite podcasts are when we learn so much yes. Agreed. that we weren't expecting mm -hmm. to learn. And that was definitely something that happened now. Yes, it was a really, really great podcast. So thank you for chatting to us. And awesome. honestly, we say to everyone, thank you for taking the time because it really does mean a lot to us. I know everyone's so hectic and busy with how yeah. everything is in the world at the moment and also at this time of year. So thank you for setting aside time for chatting to us and for You're spreading very knowledge to our listeners. Thank you guys for, 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 for hosting this show and for, you know, giving people a platform of where they can learn more about these things and yeah. And for the work that you, that you're both doing, because it's, I think there's a lot of people right now that um, in terms of the next pandemic we're going to have, which is a mental health um, pandemic, these kind of spaces are going to be very, very needed. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Oh, and wait, one more question before we hop off. Nat, if anyone wants to start breathwork with you or wants to get in contact with you, what would be the easiest way? Email, Instagram, Facebook, whatever your preferred contact method would be. So, so I'm busy launching my um, website at the moment, which is nataliezide.com. Mm -hmm. feels so crazy. Like I, I, and Zaid is Z-E-I-D, right? Z-E-I-D, yeah. And um, they can also find me on Instagram, Natalie Zide. And um, yeah, so I do one-on-one -on -one sessions. I do couples breathwork sessions, which are really amazing. Um, and then I do group sessions as well. I am moving to, to Egypt to actually, I'm going to open up um, Breathwork Africa, Egypt division, and we're going to start training there. So yeah, and the intention is to move throughout Africa with our training. And um, yeah, so they can find me on those channels and I can also tell them more about the training and different events that are coming up. We've got some beautiful events. We've got one practitioner who goes up to North Cliff Hill and they do um, secret sunrise headsets and they breathe to the sunset, which is really beautiful. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm yeah. secret sunrise. <laughs> yeah. So there's really cool um, um, stuff happening in terms of um, the breath. They combine it with hikes and just mindfulness stuff, you know, so yeah amazing thank you so much Nat. and i hope you guys learned as much as we did today probably more but thank you Nat, for being here and we will talk to you guys next week great thank you so much for joining us today we love spreading the light with our healing tribe of humans to get to know us better follow us on instagram and facebook at health and harmony goals 
or check out our website at www.health-harmony.co.za. That's health-harmony.co.za. Until next time, keep healing our world.